Welcome back to your next stop with me, the host, Juliet Hahn. I hope you guys are doing well. I cannot wait for you to dive into this episode. I know I say it every single time, but in this episode, I speak with Gina Stefano, and I can't even tell you the twists and turns the story takes. Let's just start with child trauma, her husband walking out on her and her two sons when they're actually supposed to go on a Costco run normal Saturday. And then from where she was to what she has built today, and she gives you steps on how to work through trauma and how to get to the other side. Definitely an episode you don't want to miss. This episode is brought to you by Together Women Rise. Together Women Rise is dedicated to ensuring that every woman and girl has the opportunity to live freely, pursue her dreams, and reach her full potential. They are a powerful community of women and allies engaged in learning, giving, and community building. Please visit Together Women Rise at togetherwomenrise.org to learn more and to join them. Have you ever been listening to your favorite podcast and that moment comes up and you think, oh my gosh, I need to share it? Well, now you can with Picked Cherries. What I love about Picked Cherries so much is that when I'm listening to my favorite podcast and that moment comes up that I want to share, I can take a snippet, which is called a Picked Cherry, and I can send that to my friends and family so they can get involved in the podcast that I love. It's almost like sending an IG or a TikTok. Available now, iOS and Android. If you're not picking cherries, are you really listening to podcasts? Hello, everyone. This is Juliette Hahn with Your Next Stop. You guys, welcome back. And you know, every episode I say I'm really excited for my next guest, but I truly am because I cannot wait to take you down another journey of a woman that has followed a passion and has had turns and twists and all of these other things that have happened to get to her to get to her, to get to where she is now. So welcome, Gina Stefano. How are you? Hi, Juliet. I'm wonderful. How are you? I am great. So Gina and I, our paths crossed. And what I love about what Gina is doing now is that her path has taken her, as I said, a lot of twists and turns. So she, and, and Gina, you're going to get into the whole story, but basically you had a corporate career. Then you went on your own. You became an entrepreneur. Then you had a, during COVID, you found and helped a charity. And then you're back to where your entrepreneur spirit and mind and heart are, which what you created before. So what I love for women to hear, and this is why I wanted to have you on this podcast today, is because of all the twists and turns and all the seasons of life that you have had to get you where you are today. So if you can introduce yourselves, let us know your story. Oh, and- goodness. Okay. And I, this is like divine timing. This is what I love about our relationship, about how we've known each other. And again, you're so right. The twists and turns is, and how did we get here? Like, how did I... How did I get in this nutshell? Um, so um, I'm Gina DiStefano. I'm the founder and CEO of the DiStefano Group. And we are a group of consultants that help industries all across the country. It's not industry specific, but I do have a specific restaurant group. We'll get into that. Um, but l- I guess let me just back up and share my story of how I got to where I am today. And it's it's definitely not been an easy path. But, um, you know, anything worth doing starts with being scared and starts with that, you know, energy behind something. So and this is it's it's funny, but it's not because as I again, I progress in my life and in my career and, and personally, 
when you look back and you connect those dots, and this is why I'm just fascinated with your podcast too, because you're so good at this. And I love listening to women's stories of those, those dot connecting. And like, that's the, oh, now I get it. But when you're in it, when you're in that tower moment, when you're in the trenches of trauma and pain and fear, you don't see it that way. And I think I'm kind of mastering trauma and tower moments (laughs) and fear throughout my life because that's, that's how it started. And so I was born and there is, there's relevance to my telling you when I was born on a hot, steamy (laughs) night in August, because I was born a Leo. So I am a Leo. My name is Gina Patrice, which means noble queen. And I'm Italian. So I don't think God was messing around with this. I am an Italian queen Leo. So came out into the world with, with, with stuff to do. And unfortunately I, I did grow up in, in an abusive home with a lot of secrets and a lot of mental illness. And I always knew that, that I was different, that something was off. And when you grow up in that environment, you get really good at keeping secrets and you get really good at becoming a chameleon and, and fitting in, even though, even today, I don't feel like I fit in, but I think it's a blessing. I think it's a blessing not to fit in. But when you're a child and when you're an adolescent and when you're, when all you want to do is fit in and you know something's wrong, it, it affects the way you view the world and, and how you take your next steps. So my childhood and my adolescence were not exactly picturesque. And when I got to college, I went to school in New York. It was the first time in my life where I didn't feel so out of place and weird because I grew up in a small town. Again, that's when the secrets and everything plays in of who I am and, you know, how I show up. And then you take take me out of that environment. And for the first time in my life, I was like, wait a minute, everyone is different and everyone has secrets. And they're like dysfunction is in a way it's normal and not necessarily healthy, but it's just not everyone had that perfect cookie cutter life that I thought was normal. So I started to, to see that in. And I think that's the first time that I started to step into Gina, like being accepted. And I started to come out of my shell a little bit. So college for me was a really great time and a good experience because I I was away from my home. I was away from that life. But then I graduated college. And again, I jumped right back into now you got to fit in. Now you're officially an adult, right? And when you're in your 20s, being a a self-sufficient adult means you get married and you have kids and you buy a house and you do this, which when you get into your forties and you look back, you're like, Oh, hindsight is 2020. But here I am fitting in doing my best. So I got married and three months after I got married, my father died unexpectedly. And I was living in DC. I get married three months later, my father dies, which was an, an incredible trauma that I'm still dealing with today, that I finally learned how to heal that. But being so young, just getting married, losing my dad, and then there was pressure for me to move back up to my hometown where I am now. And that was never in the plan. I was in DC. I was gone. I was going to move on. So this brought me back. And there's so much relevance to that, to that, that side of my life personally. So now here I am. I moved back to my hometown just trying to make everything look good on paper again. I'm married. I have a house. I have a good job. Everything looks good on paper, but I, I was pretty dead inside. And you can't lie to God or the universe. I, I always say God and universe, they're intertwined to me. Yeah. But um, like the things you didn't want to look at anymore, they start to bubble to the surface. Now, the a big perk though of my 20s, which was imperative to where I am today, was I did get, I have, I have, a, I have a great education. I'm very proud of my education. I have a degree in psychology. 
I started my career in executive recruiting in finance and accounting in DC. And then I went to work for Taco Bell corporate um, when I moved back up to Western Mass. So I, I had a really solid professional foundation being built, which I'm extremely grateful to have that. Now, personally, I, w- I was a complete mess. And so I'm in my early 30s and I'm miserable and I'm in my home. And I'm thinking, if this is the American dream, then like this isn't this isn't what I thought life was supposed to be about. And clearly the universe was like, okay, well, this isn't going to be your life. Just kidding. I had no idea what was what was coming down the road for the next decade of my life. So I was working for Taco Bell. And at the time, about over a decade ago, it was working for Taco Bell Corporate. And every year they were making cuts. They were selling to franchisees. It was well known. It was no shocker. And I think anyone, not just Taco Bell, but any large corporation, every year around October or November, they do budget cuts. So everyone gets scared. Like, am I going to get laid off? And that was part of my life working there. It was every year. It was one side. It was they do cuts on HR. They do cuts on operations. And I knew my time was coming. I knew the writing was on the wall. And I was starting to get a little nervous because I was the breadwinner and it was, it was a great job and I was able to work remotely. And again, this was at a time when nobody worked remote and actually I didn't even want to take, when I tell you like the universe has your back, it does. Because I remember when I first got the call, Taco Bell trying to recruit me and I heard it was remote. I didn't even want to talk to them. I was like, are you out of your mind? Like I, you know, I liked, I couldn't work from home. This is the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard. That was the best decision I ever made in my life was to take that position because it, it catapulted me immensely. And I was able to have children, ha- like have the flexibility of that. It, that was a huge, huge gift. So here I am along my miserable life, but making things work. Uh, the writing was on the wall. I then, this is when the entrepreneur came out in me. I'm sitting there thinking, all right, what's next? So I have a degree in psychology. So my first thought was, okay, I'll go back and I'll get my degree in clinical psychology. A lot of people do that. I'll run back to school. Like, go get a degree. Like, you panic, go back to school. So, so many people do. I mean, that's like the furthest thing of what I would do. But a lot, I mean, it's so many, it's so interesting talking to guests and having them do it. I And I do want to interject a couple times, or am I going to throw you off? Is it okay? They're going to throw me off. And okay. if you do, I'll be like, get me back, get me back. And you you know how to get <laughs> I, I know how to <laughs> get you back. Don't worry about it. So when, and, and I love what you said, because this is so important for so many women. And this is a theme with the podcast. So many people go to those steps where, okay, you go to high school, you graduate high school, you go to college, you graduate college, you get married. And a lot of people, you know, that I knew were getting married right out of college because they met that person that they were supposed to marry. I think I was like 24. Yeah. Cause that's what you do. Like that's how you're winning at adulthood. You got married, you got kids right? Yeah, and you're divorced by 29. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but the thing that's so interesting is it, it's funny because I was never someone that followed a traditional path it, in, in everything I really did, but I did go to college. And I did get married, but I didn't get married right out of school. I remember I went to New York City and I was like, I'm going to sow my oats and really have, you know, and kind of live that, live that up. And so everyone that was around me that was in New York wasn't married. Everyone that I had gone to college with was getting married and having kids. And I remember thinking, holy crap, like I, I mean, I have it together. 
I mean, I'm putting air quotes when you guys see the video, air, air quotes, I have it together, but I wouldn't want to be like settled down. I need to like explore this. So I think it's really important for women to hear and men, you know, whoever's listening to this, just because that's the path that we're all told. And it's, it's still happening. I mean, I, my kids will come home and say, oh, this is what we're learning at school. And I'm like, it makes me crazy because I've told them since they were little and they will tell you and they're always like, mom, why do you tell us that? I would always tell them when they were little, if they get married too young, and I don't say it that way, but I'm like, don't get married too young. You have to go sow your oats because I know so many people that do get married way too young and they don't know themselves yet. And then it doesn't work out because that's not the person they were meant to be. And there's nothing against that. But I know that's what happened to my parents and so many you know, friends of mine that I've had, I've seen that and not saying that I did it the right way or the wrong way. You know, I'm not saying that because some people, my sister met, you know, her, her husband and when she was in second grade, I mean, that's like a whole nother thing, but it's so important for people to see that because just because that's what society and people out there are putting into your head, you need to listen to your gut. You need to feel what you're doing. And as you said, you had you you didn't feel like it was right, but you didn't have any other like you didn't no, think you had any other choice. No, and that was a part choice. of my trauma too. For my upbringing, I was like, all I wanted to do was be normal. So if I was married, that put me in the I was finally fitting in, right. and to have a title like a wife a mother. Again, I was miserable because I wasn't chasing who I was authentically, who Gina, the Leo queen, like I was just trying to shove myself in a box that I was never going to fit in. And the universe is like making sure to this day that I don't ever fit in any box. <laughs> right. So, and then I also, I do want to clarify when you were saying that you had trauma in your life, and I'm sorry to bring this up because I know it's not easy, but I know you have done really hard work and worked through it. When you said you lost your father, I want the listeners to understand like your parents' dynamic. And so when you lost your father, who he was in your life versus who your mother was. Yeah. So again, as we grow as adults and we become adults and we can look back at our parents from a different lens. My parents did not have a healthy marriage relationship at all. They were two very broken people individually. You put them together in a marriage and it was a recipe for absolute disaster. So all I, I grew up in this world and a lot of it is blurry. That's part of the healing too. As you move on, like I, I've addressed things and, and I know healthy and not. And it's extremely important to me now as a mother and with two sons to identify behaviors and, and things that aren't. But yeah, it was, there was alcoholism, there was mental illness that wasn't addressed. And, and again, I cannot fault them. I truly believe that people do their best in the moment. They don't right. know. But now as an adult, I have control over my life and yes. I can remove myself at any time from situations that are not healthy for me or my children. And I did that and that we'll get to that part of, cause again, I was still living in, I was still associating with my family at this time. So, okay. So we're, we're in early thirties. I am hating life. I am miserable, but it looks good on paper. And so, and, and work's getting a little, little scary too, cause I know the writing's on the wall. So I'm starting to feel this pressure. So I, when I got out, to, okay. So the clinical, did I, did I tell you the story about like, I'm not, I'm going to lose my license no. that one. No. And I told, and I, that's where I stopped you. I said, people go to college. So now you're going to swing back. You are going to go to college to be a clinical psychologist. <laughs> you're going to go back to school with this mouth, with no filter or being a town. No. And I knew that I was like, I would lose my license within a week. So like that flew <laughs> off the table. And then again, the Taco Bell, the beauty of the little signs that are always there that we're not paying attention to. So Taco Bell was 
very big on coaching. In fact, they didn't even call their district managers district managers. They called them area coaches. They were huge on growing their own internal growth. They had the best systems, policies, and procedures. I mean, I learned so much. So I had this thing in my head, like coaching. I'm going to be a life coach. No idea. No clue. Just the idea just kind of popped into my head. And you know, when you get the idea and then the feeling, like then the alignment of your like to source or whatever I call it. Like I knew there was something there. No clue what coaching, this was before coaching was even coaching. No, and I love that. And that's again, what I always want the listeners to hear. You had this, it's when you're talking to people or hearing conversations, when you have that twinge come up, don't stuff it because that twinge is something. So like if someone says something, like if you're listening to this right now, and you're in a corporation and you realize, wait, I hear what Gina's saying. That just caught my my ear. I want to go back and listen to that more because that means that that's something that you are possibly supposed to follow, most definitely supposed to follow. So I love that you heard that it went inside and you were like, wait, I like how this feels. I like how I'm saying this. This is exciting to me. So continue. Sorry. So, and exactly. That's an, that's an incredible point because with that, as we know, and I know you talk a lot about this with your guests, with that that excitement and that fire in your belly comes insane fear and doubt. Right. And the difference is you got to push through that. You got to just keep going. So I'm on a walk. Okay. I get this idea in my head and another huge life lesson. Do not share that gift unless you know somebody is going to ignite it with you instead of sitting there going, what's coaching? What do you talk? Like, and I got a lot of that. I got a lot of like, <laughs> you sound stupid. Like this sounds ridiculous. So I'm out on a walk with a girlfriend of mine and I start talking to her about this a little bit. And she says, you should go to this networking group that I belong to. It's, it's It was like literally like the next day, 7 a.m. And I'm like, what is it? Now, she had belonged for her company. And she's like, well, you just show up and it's networking, blah, blah, blah. And again, I guess ignorance is bliss because I didn't know what I was walking into. And she said, I said, well, what do I need to bring? How do I prepare? And she said, just a business card. Do you have a business card? Of course, I don't have a business card. So I ran home. I go down <laughs> to Staples and I had the crappiest like rinky dink business card that said my married name, like Gina Fernandez life coach. And I walked in 7am that morning and I stood up in front of a room full of people. And I don't even remember what the words were coming out of my mouth. I was terrified, but I took that step. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it just kind of, it just started to grow. So here I am now, I am still working full-time for Taco Bell. I have this little side consulting coaching business going on. And lo and behold, my time did come up with Taco Bell. Just like, again, when you get those feelings, when you get those knowings, let me tell you, life life advice, it's better to address it then because it'll just grow and it'll explode in your face. So I'm glad <laughs> right. I didn't just run and say, oh, it's like, no, it's not going to be me. They're going to hold on to me forever. Like knowing like you got to like be proactive about this. So the day came, I got the call and all I wanted to hear was it's not performance-based and severance package. That's all I cared about hearing. And I heard that. And I was like, peace out. I thought it was going to be peace out, Taco Bell. Little did I know. Um, <laughs> so I had enough of a handful of little clients coupled with the severance package that I could make it. And all, again, the drive, the adrenaline, the like the internal, that's what like got me going. So I'm, I'm kind of coasting along now. I'm independent in my business thinking, you know, I was happier now because I was more fulfilled professionally. Little did I know my personal life was about to completely hit the fan. So it was a regular Saturday morning, walked into the kitchen. It was our Costco day. And my then husband comes into the kitchen and he looks at me and he says, I want a divorce. And I thought he was kidding. Like I really, I thought it was a joke and he wasn't. And he looked me dead in the eye and he said, I haven't been in love with you in 
three years and then mm. he had fallen in love with someone else. And that was, I call them tower moments for people. Like, you know, it was just that, you know, I thought the death of my father was traumatic. This one to this day has, was by far one of the biggest traumas being so blindsided, being alone. I have no family. My every hope and dream was about being a wife and a mother, no matter how miserable I, I may have been. Like that was never even in my realm right. to end a marriage. Absolutely not. Right. And how old were your boys then? My boys were three and seven and it was two, it was, it was, it would have been our 10th anniversary. It was in that same. So we had been married 10 years, two little boys headed to Costco. My life was, was done. He just literally walked out the door. So now I am beyond terrified. And this is when I, when I talk about like the grace of God and, and everything happens exactly as it should. And, and just in trusting the process. So a lot of those, those first couple months were very blurry because I was in so much pain and trauma. I don't remember much, you know, all I remember though, was Taco Bell had found out that I was consulting. So they started calling me. And again, this is when the full circle beauty of life. So they're calling me to, to consult in, a, in an area where I could do it in my sleep which is at that time, you like, how are you supposed to get up and network and put your face out into the world where I could barely function during the day? I would get up, I would medicate, I would get my boys to school and daycare, I would come home, I would sit and I'll, you know, I'll never forget this, that lazy boy chair, which is no longer in my house. <laughs> and I would cry. And I guess I did some work. And then I would pick them up. And like, that's how broken I was during that period of my life. It was the hardest right. time of my life. But it was also the time that, you know, it was just me, like no fallback, you know, no daddy, no trust fund, no support. And so I just I just dug in and I really started working and doing a lot of great work with Taco Bell. And I was also working with tons of other different industries and the business started to grow and started to expand and started to get really exciting. And then I was taking other consultants and I was at the top of my game and and this little thing called COVID happened. Uh, but have you heard of it? It was like two years ago. I don't know if, <laughs> if like COVID-19 no, or something. That's a, that's yeah. so, sounds familiar. Yeah. So here I am, top of my game with my company, blood, sweat, and tears. And within 48 hours, it was gone. Like all the contracts, they were just gone. And I understood it because at this time I was working big in restaurant industry, real estate. So everyone was just in shock and shutting down. And I wasn't even really that scared, to be honest, because it was like, been here, done that. You know, not the first time I've had the wind knocked out of me. And I welcomed the break. Like I welcomed the downtime. But then about two months into the pandemic, now I'm like, okay, what am I, I got to figure something out again. And so I'm going to pause you again. So how long was this since your husband walked out? How, like, what was that time frame? Five years, four or five years. So within four or five years, I had completely expanded my company and grown, was doing very well. Again, I was like, okay, God, thank you. Like I can finally take a breath. I'm established. Yeah. And so I want to dive into this, this part a little bit. So as you were going through that, sitting in the lazy boy, thank you for painting that because I know so many people can, you know, think about that and think about times in their life where it's just, it's just too much, right? But you have two kids, it's you. So you don't have any choices other to completely fold and then ruin two other people's lives or step up and take it. And of course, you're going to have days that look a little different, look a little, you know, kind of hazy where it's, oh, I don't know which way I'm going to go. When was the moment as you were going through that you also kind of looked back and thought, I don't think I was 
in the marriage that I thought I was? Like, when did, did that, like, did that happen sooner or later where you were like, okay, I see this as much as this killed me. I am not that person. That's not, that was not meant to be my path. And he did, and he did me a favor, right? Even though that's so hard to think that. That is like, that question is huge because after the initial shock of it, the biggest blessing of my life was my ex-husband walking out the door. Right, right. And I speak about that because of the life that I was meant to live, the decisions I made when I wasn't, you know, at 23 years old committing to this man. And again, I was very broken from my childhood. Like he was not the man that was supposed to be in my life. He was supposed to give me the two of the most beautiful children in the world, my little miracles. Like that was his role but there, I would have never blossomed. So as right. insanely traumatic as it was sitting in that chair, now I sit and I think, I mean, the man still gives me agita, <laughs> like he's an ex, but I'm, I'm so grateful. And I like the universe actually teed it up. So it was probably an easier transition by having it play out like that. than if I had, cause eventually I think I would have, you know, who you are, I would have had to leave him. Like I would have had to, right. then I would have been the bad guy. Then I would have been like, Oh my God, Gene has always been, nothing was ever good enough. And she's so controlling. And you know, this poor guy, he's such a nice guy. You know, it would have just, it wouldn't have, right. it wouldn't have looked the way it did, but yes. So that was probably two years as I started getting more into my business and learning more about myself and who I really was. Again, I had no idea. And I, I, I still say like, I'm 41 now. I think I really started stepping into Gina around like 39 or 40, like just scratching the surface. So another reason why I'm a huge fan of your podcast and the women you have on, I'm like, I'm excited. Like screw this 25. Like I don't want to be 25. I'm like, I want to be 50. I want to be 60. I'm watching these women just evolve. And it's like, it's so, it's, it's so expiring. So um, okay, then I lost my train of thought. So okay, so, so COVID so happened. COVID happened, and all your contracts closed. You and you and you were like, okay, this sucked, but okay, I know this is. I'm not. I haven't been at this. I've been at this rodeo before. But then you were like, okay, well, wait a second. It's two because months at in. That time, and again, divine timing. Really believing in that. We're in the. We're in like this. The middle of this pandemic. So even though I had kind of got my bearings back, there was no way that companies were going to hire DeStefano Group to go in and consult at the level I was doing because they had no idea what was going on. I mean, it's literally, we're literally just kind of coming out of it now where, I mean, we're broken, but we're way more solid than we were two years ago. There was no way that I was going to be able to pitch to clients and to to get the contracts when their workforce, they didn't know how they were going to keep their doors open. So never mind right, paying they were, everyone's scared. consultants. Yeah. You're terrified. And I completely understood that. So at that time, I was approached um, by another company to do an interim CEO position, which was a huge blessing. So for 18 months during this time, I was able to step out and learn so much more that I wouldn't have, again, had the exposure to while I was consulting. So it gave me, again, the opportunity to have that and then to step back into my company at a whole other level. And when your company was ready for you to step back into it. Yeah. But so that's the thing, like that was the interim and it was like, okay, now your company's ready for you to step back in and grow even more and faster and better and more efficient because of all of the life lessons that you've had 
all the time and all the experiences. And that's what is, and, and everyone that's listening, you heard that full circle here. And so now Gina's going to dive into what she's doing now, where you can find her, what, you know, if you have people that you're like, oh my gosh, they need to hear this. Also, you guys know, I say this every single time you might be listening, being like, oh, this is a great story or, oh, wow. I love how Gina's talking. That's really hard. I've had some hard times, but you also might be like, oh, this is, this is a great episode, but I don't know who else needs to hear it? You need to think about this right now and think who else needs to hear it because it could be your aunt, your sister, your neighbor, your cousin, the you know the person that's at the checkout at the grocery store. They might be going through experiences that Gina went through and this is going to give them a little hope. They might be down and out right now and they're like, well, wait a second. I need to hear this because what Gina just told you, trauma as a child, then her husband walking out on her and her stepping up having blurry moments, but stepping up and being like, okay, this is what I need to do. And recall that when she was at Taco Bell, it was that little twinge that someone said coaching. So when you're out there in the world and you're listening, you're hearing stories, because this is what, not just, not just listening to stories, hearing stories, you're taking them in and you're listening and someone says something and you get curious or you get that twinge. That's like, what are they talking about? Or that really excites me. You have to follow it. I cannot say it enough. You have to follow it, explore it. Don't stuff it. Do not stuff it. Write it down somewhere, put it in your notes, however you work best, do that and just take little steps. And as Gina said, if you have negative people in your life, don't go to them because they're just going to be negative. Search out people like that, you know, are positive that might say, Hey, I have this networking opportunity. Why don't you come here? You never know. So take this and share it with as many friends and family that you can, because this is what's important. And there's so many right here, this, you know, this episode is brought to you by Together Women Rise, which you guys have heard in the beginning. It's also brought to you by Picked Cherries. This is a perfect episode to take a picked cherry when it's out on the app and send it to someone because maybe they're not, you know, oh, they're not going to listen to the whole episode because I know my friend and they won't do it if I send it to. But you send some of those little snippets that Gina has said or I has said and that twinge they might get, and then they're going to listen to the whole episode. So definitely head over to iOS or Android and download that picked cherries. So continue, Gina. Okay. I want, I love what you said though. Like that picked cherries too. That's huge for me. Like I, like that's one of my favorite things that seeing of yours too, cause you're so right. It's those little clips and I'll watch of women in yourself. And I'm like, cause that's, that's, what's going to feed to get you over the fear. So where I am now, and it's, this has always been one of my core beliefs and I'm finally divine timing, able to apply it in my business. I've always believed that we do not have two separate buckets in life. You don't have a personal life and a professional life. And that old saying of, oh, I just, I can leave work at work and I can leave home at home. You're full of crap, A, or I don't know, like you, you need help. And, and if anything, it's going to exacerbate the problems. If work is miserable, it's going to affect your marriage. It's going to affect your parenting. It's going to affect everything and vice versa. If you're battling, you know, your relationships are in trouble, your kids are struggling, you're struggling with your own personal addictions or whatever is going on in your life, you really just, it just stays there. Right. And then you just get in the car and just drive. No, like, and, and this was what I was always like, why are we not like talking about like the real crux of issues? So all the things I learned starting and recruiting up into here, my company now, Stefano Group takes a holistic approach to life and to work. And the consultants that we work with, so at a corporate level in businesses, especially now when people are coming back in from COVID, people are different. Like this has impacted people. 
the way companies run their business or lead their people, that's changing. And it has to be a holistic approach where you go in. And when I go in and I audit a company, it's always top-down leader-led, and then you build ground up. You have to really be able to empathize and understand what people are going through. And this is when I say, God had a plan for me. Like I had to go through all of these experiences personally and professionally so that now at 41 years old with DeStefano Group with almost 10 consultants working with me, we can go in and take that holistic approach and I can look at a project or a company and I can say, we need this consultant or that consultant. And we go everywhere from mental health, we have therapists, mindfulness, financial literacy, we have bankers, we have experts in executive coaching and business coaching and hiring and termination. So every area that you would need to run a successful company or business or to run your personal life, we can take care of. And I firmly believe that every experience I have had has led me to the ability to run a company at this level holistically now to really make the world a better place because it, we got broken. Like we, we broke, like we broke and it's time to rebuild and it's time to pay attention to mental health and awareness and the pe needs of people at work and creativity and finding your passion and finding your passion. I know you can speak to this because I'll shut up because I'm going to want to hear your intake on that. <laughs> finding your passion does not mean that you have to be an entrepreneur or a business owner. That does not mean it at all. It means that you find it and you can bring it into the workplace. And that's another thing I do. What's one of my specialties is in work environments is finding what lights people up and getting that energy into the workplace. So it's, it ignites and you get better results and it's easier to lead. So there are so many different um, areas that get hit, but it starts with, to your point, that passion. And there's just, as long as you can ignite it, then there's endless possibilities for you. And it's so true. I mean, that is, it's, it's really important. And you know that, you know, because I know you listen to this podcast all the time. And so I'm so excited to have you be able to share your whole journey and story with the listeners. Um, and they also have heard me talk about it all the time, you know, finding that space, whether uh, some people call it meditation, some people call it daydreaming, like myself, others have other terms. And it's not a traditional, you know, meditation where you're sitting on a mat going, oh, if I do that, I literally am like, oh, I have to do the laundry. Oh, where am I supposed to be this afternoon? This and that. When I do my best daydreaming is when I'm walking the dogs. And I know that there was a period of time in my listeners know there was a period of time in my life where I was feeling a little like, not stuck, but just like, Ugh. Like, hey, I'm like doing it. I'm like in my chair. You could see me moving. Yeah, my... you can feel it. Like, yeah, you're like the thought makes the physical. You're like, oh God, it was, it was awful. And it's just like, I just didn't feel like I was doing what I was meant to be doing. I felt unsettled. And I, my, you know, my marriage was great. Kids are great. We, we had just moved and it was all really wonderful, but there was something missing for me. And so I would take my walk, my dogs for a walk like I do every day. And I would just daydream. I'd be like, okay, well, what do I want? What do I want? And that's how I created what I'm doing now. It was really to create a podcast. I was like, oh, I'm going to do that as a creative passion. And then it led me down these different paths, meeting different people and brought me to the place that I'm meant to do. So when you have that unsettled feeling, that's where I just say to people, just find that space to daydream wherever it is, whether it's the shower, whether it's like right before you go to bed, if you're going to sit there and just think, you know, before you doze off, but think of the life that you want or things that excite you. Or, you know, as I said, if you're in a conversation with, you know, one of the moms at school and she's talking about what she does in her business and you're like, wait a second, that in that's interesting to me. Or she has a client that just created this new product and that made you excited. You're like, I always have ideas. I want to create a product. You have to 
reach out to someone that knows what they're doing. Gina is the perfect person. Stefano is the per- perfect group because they'll be able to help you. Hey, I might not be able to help you because I do corporate coaching. However, I have a team of other we consultants. Have a, we have a team of consultants. And it's funny that you said that about your marriage. And I, and I do, and I do like you have the most amazing husband, so jealous and your kids and like you really, and this isn't smoke blowing, but not to bring the party down. But when you were, when your passion, when you feel it, it's been my experience that if you don't act on it, it's going to come and get you. We all have a purpose. We all have a mission. And when you decide the universe conspires. So when you have that feeling, either you're going to go after it or it's going to do everything in its power to get you where you need to go. So the universe was like, you're not meant to be there. So boom, marriage, boom, this boom, dad, like there we were moving. So in that time, if you hadn't followed that creativity, then your life would not be in the balance it's in right now because you would have grown bitter towards your husband and towards your children in this life. But instead, you chose to take that risk to to step into that because your higher self knew. And as a result, you have balance. Yes, And people have to stop kidding themselves with that because it's not, I would be lying if I said it's easy. It's not easy. I was going to bring it there. I mean, there's days, there's weeks that you're like, oh, but continue that, continue that thought terrifying. So you've got to come full circle. And if you don't, if you don't listen to that, it's going to eventually find you and it's, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be a lot uglier. What, what is that saying? Like God whispers and then he gets louder and then he screams Screams at at you. you. Right. The universe is constantly trying to get your attention, constantly, constantly, constantly trying. And it's really scary sometimes. And I've had more dark nights of the soul and tower moments that I even care to speak of. But the important thing is, is you hold on to that and you get up every day. And sometimes you just have to look at 24 hours. And if you can't look at the 24 hours ahead of you, look at the five minutes ahead of you and break it down and break it down and break it down because nobody knows the future. Nobody does. And it's just too overwhelming to sometimes look six months, a year out. And that's, again, I learned mindfulness. You talk about walking your dogs. For me, meditation is, it's often guided meditations. It's, it's silence. It's complete silence. And that was another gift. I'll call it from COVID going from 80 hour work weeks, constantly having to be in the media, having a face on like being this to just stopping was game changing for me to really put into perspective and to, to, to hear those thoughts that aren't able to penetrate when you're going a million miles an hour. Right. And and I love that you were able to find that because for you, it needs to be silence. Like for me, I need to be moving my body. It, it, it could be silence. It could be the birds, but I have to be moving my body to really get there. So it's so important that you that are listening, that you know what you need to do. And I just want to go back to what you were saying about, yes, I got unsettled and I was like, I need to do this. But we all have weeks, right? That we're not in in sync with our our spouse or our kids or the universe. And it's it's like kind of an uphill battle. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is exhausting. And then you have these wins, right? And when you have those wins, you're like, okay, oh my gosh, it's like the little train that could, right? You putter, putter, then you start going back a little bit and you're like, okay, what? And this is, you and I, I know do this a lot. Like I will talk to God, like, okay, what was that? Just get get louder because I don't feel like going through this, this dance, but you know, it's going to happen. So, you know, those days and those weeks that you're having such wins, you know, that there's going to be right behind it, or it, it could be months down the road that are not the wins, but the thing that's so important. And this is what, one of the things that I love about you as well, even in those darkest days, you have to have confidence in yourself. You have to believe in who you are and believe this is why God put me on this earth. Look, I'm like doing like an Italian thing here. This is no, why you can't help 
it. I know. <laughs> Everyone's listening. I'm doing a lot of hand motions. You'll see it in the, in the, on the YouTube. But it is so important because that is the thing is you have to have confidence in yourself. And if that's something that you're struggling with, that's where you need to start giving yourself the positive affirmations. I know it sounds corny. I'm not one that sits there and go, you're good, you're best. I was just kind of born this way. I'm blessed that I do believe in who I am, even though, and you guys all know who've listened to my story, I've had struggles, you know, my dyslexia, I can't spell worse shit. Um, Sometimes I mispronounce my words. But those things I'm okay with. That's how God made me. But I know what I am good at. And that's what I want you to do right now is to write down those things that you're like, okay, this is what I'm good at. And this is what my workshop does, Gina, right? I mean, my, my listeners don't... Oh, don't talk about that? Well, and, <laughs> and I have to say, my listeners really don't know that side of my workshop because I'm always here highlighting other people. Um, but I do. That my workshop is one of the things. And, and for some people, it's really corny, but it's literally... And when I first started doing it, it's funny because I would, when I work with clients and I say, this is what I want you to do. I know it's going to feel uncomfortable. I know you're going to be like, uh, but it's really important to write your strengths and weaknesses down, weaknesses down and the weaknesses, looking at them as positive, not looking at them as negative, but taking those strengths and thinking, okay, I am good at this. I am good at that. And if you're sitting here thinking, wait, I'm not really good at anything. Bullshit. You're, you're definitely good. Whether it's that you know how to get stains out of clothes. That's something. Exactly. That, that's I, the I thing too. That, when, the when I talk about our, our firm, our company doing a holistic approach because your workshop, which I, you know, I fell in love with because you sit down and there are questions and it's formatted in a way to get your brain to a place that it hasn't been in a long time, if ever. And then the next step is, is again, it's that evolving because now when we're getting a better understanding of who I am and what my passions are, now we have to pause and take a look around and be like, who am I surrounding myself with? Are they helping me grow? Are they getting me to where I want to be? Are they a hindrance? And this is what, what I call the work, like the real work in life. When I talk about like doing the work of healing my childhood, it's removing people, places and things that you thought were going to be, you know, forever's. Or that you had put on, well, she's my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. They're supposed to support me. Sometimes those are the most toxic people in your life, and that will be the most painful work you do. But in order to get on the other side, and it's not just removing people, it's taking those chances. But until you get your mind to a place of even being able to wrap your head around the possibility, and that's a, what your workshop does. It it, first, it places possibility in people's hands. Right. It gives I them the tools. You, it, it gives well, them the tools. The first time I saw it, I mean, three months. Three months worth of, of coaching, okay? I'm right. just going to say, whoever's listening, <laughs> you need to do this workshop because it'll get you to a place where, you know, three months of d- deep diving with people and you were able to really nail it in this workshop of having people look at, at things from a, from a viewpoint that they hadn't in a long time, if ever. And then once that, those creative juices get flowing and the universe starts conspiring in your favor, to your point, like I have... These insane, it's part of my personality too, because you know me, I'm so like, we both are, we just have very intense personalities. So there's a flip side to that too. Like when you're tired and you're burnt out, like you're done, you know, you're done, but, but then you feel done, but you're not done. It was just like, you just need a little break because that fire is so there. And just when you think it's the absolute end and I can't go on anymore and this is too hard, then it's like that call, that person that comes through that, you know, it's just amazing what life will bring to you if you're in a mental place to receive it and not always in a place of the world is against me, but in a place of the world is for me because it really is. Yes. And the people that, you know, again, I have based my life on this. I am where I am today because of the people I 
consciously choose to surround myself with. At this point in my life, I am very selective of who I interact with, who I am friends with, who I do business with, all of that. And and it's your choice. Yes. And it's your choice. And it's, and that's the thing people need to take back that, um, and I can't think of the word. I don't know why I'm losing it, but people have to take that, take that back. It, you are the person that can control your own life. Yes. You have circumstances that happen, but you are the one. I say this to my daughter all the time and she gets so annoyed because she's like a grumpy morning person. And I'm like, it's your choice. She's like, it's not my, like, she gets so frustrated with me. I'm talking to a 12 year old <laughs> about this stuff, but I'm going to continue to say that to her. Cause one day she's going to say to me, Oh my, well, you're so annoying, but you're so right. It is my choice. You are the captain of your own ship. Yes. You came into the this world, everyone is special. Everyone has beautiful talents. To your point, I love, what did you say? It's like you stitch or you can get stains out of carpets. Like what, what? you don't have to be like Celine Dion or some like tech mastermind. No, you have to be authentically you. And then that's when we expand on that. And where do those um, innate, unique, authentic traits that are yours, how do we apply those to the world? But first we got to find them. Yes. Again, that's part of the holistic approach of the DiStefano group. That's your workshop. That's like, we got to hone in and, and, and find ourselves first and then let those gifts out. And that doesn't mean, I used to say this too, finding your passion. Your passion doesn't have to be your paycheck. Stop thinking that you're failing at life because, right. oh my God, you know, I love this and I'm not an entrepreneur. No, if like... Some people are not built to be entrepreneurs. That's a right. good thing because there everyone can't be an entrepreneur. Like we still need people in employ. Like everyone has a place, but you've got to be at home with yourself. And to me getting there it was it was the mindfulness, it's the selectivity with who I talk to, who I now choose to share those big dreams and sometimes you know what? You don't share them with anyone. Right. You don't share them with anyone. And sit in that and meditate on that and walk your dogs to that and daydream in that. And then again, the universe will have your back. And then you're just, you're going to be in CVS and someone's going to bump into you and you're going to start having a conversation of that thing that you have been manifesting. Cause that is truly how I believe it happens. And it does. And that's, what's amazing about it. And that's, what's amazing. I mean, we, we could talk all day long about this and we will have you definitely back to, you know, to further this because we you know what I think could be really fun is we do like some live coaching on the live show oh, in you know, a couple so months. Fun. So fun. So fun. Absolutely. So fun. Um, but I want you to tell people where to find you because we are wrapping it up because we are 44 minutes and I know. Oh my goodness. I know. 44. Yeah. That's my dad's number. He was born in 1944. So that's always my God wink from my dad. Ah! See, oh, everything. see, look at that. That's everything amazing. Full circle. So you can find me at um, our website. It's um, destefanogroup.com. Please spell that for my dyslexic listeners. <laughs> D is in dog, I, S is in Steve, T is in Tom, E, F is in Frank, A and O, group.com. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm Gina DeStefano at LinkedIn. You can message me. You can get contact information. Um, we do offer complimentary uh, consultations because that's where it starts. And then I have an, and I have an, I have an insane team of women and, and one man I have. I can't let my, my man go. <laughs> and one man. Um that can absolutely help. And all these are, it's, it's a holistic approach. So whether we need to, you know, you're high level executive and you want to grow your company and your team, we can help you there. If you are a woman who wants to start her own business and doesn't have a clue about anything financially, we have literacy coaches. There is something for everyone because after almost 25 years 
of work. And I started working young because my dad was an entrepreneur. So I was, I was wiping counters and pouring coffee at like seven and dusting liquor bottles because you owned a liquor store. Like it was, <laughs> I have worked for, for many years and yeah, there it's a holistic approach. Like it's not a one-stop shop. That's why like consulting, like I don't go in and I don't throw a, a book of life and here's how you do it the DeStefano way. It's, it's who are you first and foremost? What do you want to become? How do you want to show up? How do you want, how do you want your company to show up? And then we got to deep dive into the work. And then that's when I bring my team in and we collaborate. We do workshops. There's workshops that we can customize for people. And there's always, again, that the DeStefano group is all about helping, connecting, collaborating, and, and getting people to a point that you enjoy life and you look forward to getting up. And it's not, again, life isn't against us. It's for us. And it's just a mindset shift. I love that. Well, Gina, thank you so much for joining your next stop. Guys, you know what to do. Like, share, rate, review. Send this to as many people as you know, because people need to hear this. There's someone in your life that needs to hear this. And whether it's not that not that person, but you're like, oh, maybe they do. They have someone. It's just about the connections that we make in life that are what makes us bigger and move forward and get out of stuck situations and just make us who we're meant to be. So I truly believe the connect, the connections and the networking are really what continue to catapult people into bigger roles and to bigger things and what they're meant to be doing in life. So thank you again for joining your next stop. And thank you. And thank you for having this podcast. I, I adore you and I adore all the people and women and men that you're helping live their best lives. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, we will see you next time for another episode of Your Next Stop or YNS Live. Guys, if you're listening to this, this is going to come out Monday. Um, on Thursday, I believe we're going to have a really exciting with the new show, the YNS Live with NFL Pivot. We have a husband and wife and actually the the husband was an NFL, ex-NFL player eight years in the league, decided to leave on his own and just wait till you hear what he is doing and how he has pivoted his life with his wife. It's going to be exciting. So that's going to be actually on Fireside Live on Friday. So it's going to be after you, after this actually airs. So you're going to be like, how can I listen to it live? But it will be the replay will be on, um, on Thursday out. So we will see you then and take care. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week.